0: Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back. Today, I want to talk about one of the things I hear the most about me, and uh, that probably I never really thought deeply about it, except when um, people started to uh, compliment me about it. And one of the things people are um, very, very often tells me as uh, one of my competencies is like I'm a very strong in terms of negotiations. And actually, in the last few weeks, uh, working with two of my clients on two different types of negotiations, I kind of realized how important this skill really is for an entrepreneur and as well how much we could lose as entrepreneurs, providing we don't have the right people to support us or to kind of share with us the right, way of running a negotiation, and especially when that negotiation is about something that is really, really important for us. So today I wanted to go deeper into this topic and hopefully you can find similarities and things that you can learn and apply in your own business environment. And by the way, learning about uh, this relevant topic. It's independent of you being entrepreneurs or not, because in the day-to-day life um, you may want to know why this is so important and also realize that it's happening to you more often than you think and it's kind of the good skill to have, isn't it? So I guess every ever since we were born we get into this game of negotiations. I mean kids are great in doing so. I'm watching my niece. I mean, she's five years old and she reminds me so much of myself at her own age and how much stronger than me she is when it's coming to negotiation. I mean, she can have me at hello and she definitely knows it so you know providing that we are coming up with this kind of you know knowing what is important for us knowing why it's important why not uh, giving up on things that are really relevant for us etc etc uh, what can you give in return in order to get what you want and all those skills that kids are using in a very natural way what is happening later on and why we are losing those kind of skills when we are adults and when you want to live the life, your own life, in your own terms, we all need a little bit more negotiation skill, isn't this? Because in order to get what we want, we cannot all win. We cannot win in all places, in all situations, in all circumstances, and in any kind of details, right? There is a real give and take going on, yet some people will always feel they give a little bit more than what they get, while others may become frustrated and leave the table, you know, smashing the door in people's face. The truth is that when we get emotional, highly emotional, and I'm not talking, you know, except when we have a small baby, and the small baby start to cry, and definitely he would he or she will die till they get what they want, right? But except from that, we really or rarely obtain something that is important for us while becoming over-emotional. And by the way, there is a big difference between using our emotions and being emotional about something. And I hope you all get this. And by the way, if something that I'm saying or you know I'm assuming you 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 understand or you resonate with what I'm saying, but if there is something that is not so clear, please reach out back to us. And ask us questions or give us challenges so I can go back and explain a little bit further that will always be a pleasure for me by the way so when we talk about getting emotional it's, it's brings me to this point in order to get what we want the first thing is to know what we want to obtain I mean it seems so basic when you think about it in order to get what you want you have to know what you really want But it's not so easy. Most of the time people are going into negotiation without having a clear list of what is that they really want. The second is to know what the others are wanting. And more than that, to know why they wanted it. And finally, we have to be able to detach from it emotionally. So to be able to observe, to stay factual, to add data, that may be missing, to use the techniques and skills that we may know and learn in terms of negotiation, and to change the circumstances when needed, and so forth. So in order to help you understand a little better what we are talking about, I'll go into two examples and I highlight the learnings. And by the way, this will probably take more than one episode, so uh, please stay with me, take some notes if needed. You can follow up with different examples, and most probably I will wrap up by the end of the last episode about negotiation. Now, the first example is happening in France, and it's about one of my clients, a serial entrepreneur, who wants to sell out one of his businesses. The business is profitable. Yet, he cannot sustain running that business in parallel with all the other businesses, and also because the mother company, um, I call it the the corporation, has a support fee, uh, and the costs are becoming unnecessarily high. So, one buyer is there, and he's slowly taking over the management of the company. And that is happening uh, in between, or before the sales, is completely done. So, it's been a few months, now it's happening, this person is uh, actually running the business, but is not yet the owner of the business. Nonetheless, the negotiation stops. The buyer gets scared, he looked into the figures and, you know, his wife, who is an accountant by the way, they also look into the figures together and they don't get, uh, there will no longer be the corporate fee applied in the future, which is actually changing completely the results of the company. And the whole situation, by the way, in the same time, my client, the seller, does not understand what is happening after six months of negotiation. How come these people dare to stop the negotiation? I mean, I remember he telling me, you know, this is not the way to do business, you know, to pull away when you promise something, etc. Et so he gets really angry when he's telling me about it and you know trace this buyer by all names you know and i mean when he's talking about it with me but basically the energy is there right so the situation escalates without really going to um without i mean they don't fight or get difficult arguments but both parties are really frustrated so the seller says i will never reduce the price so, so, I will never give the buyer what he really wants, and, and he either take it or leave it. When my client was sharing with me the situation, and he was telling me, you know, what's what your thoughts about it, and I need your support, and, you know, how can I move this situation further, blah, 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 blah. The first question I asked was, what is that you really want? And he said, well, it's simple, I want to sell the business at a fair price, meaning the one we already agreed on, this is what he was saying. And the second question was, what do the buyer want? And he says, well, he wanted to buy a lower price, it's obvious, a lower price, or it's, it's obvious. And I asked him, tell me, out of curiosity, how do you know it's all about the price? And then he stopped, he realized that he did not ask the question, he was just assuming it was about the money. Now, to cut a long story short, we realized the reason the buyer buyer was pulling away, it was because the corporate fee I I mentioned before, and he did not understand this fee will disappear in the future, and he thought this is a scam, it's a way uh, for the seller to keep withdrawing money from his company even after he sold it. You know, for, for somebody that was... Uh, not so sophisticated and not having an experience in running businesses, sometimes it's, it's, it's normal for them to misunderstand some of the figures. Now, the seller was someone who wanted to uh, take advantage of him. This is what, what the buyer thought, you know, um, he was also becoming very afraid. He is going to, um, you know, this was the first time he was becoming an entrepreneur, the first business he wanted to buy and run, and he was afraid that by doing that and Because, you know, not trusting the seller, he will put his family at risk. So you see, all that is very understandable when you go deeper and and see the situation and see who this buyer is. And and seeing the the situation from his perspective is becoming quite clear why he uh, pulled out of the negotiation. Therefore, the first thing we did is to calm the game. I asked my client, what do you think will give a sense of security and peace to this gentleman, the buyer? And my client said, to know I'm an honest person, and I'm not trying to take advantage of him. You see how honest this is, isn't it? And then I asked him, knowing how angry you are right now, how judgmental you are towards the buyer, you know, how how badly you judge him, you know, and your own history together, what are the chances for him to relax, calm down and feel secured about this situation? And this is when my client had a wow moment because he realized that in order for the buyer to feel calmer and to feel safe about this negotiation himself the seller my client needed to be that calm open transparent seller you see it's very much about ourselves much more than it is about the others also when we go into a negotiation so, you know, we created a plan where he put on the paper everything he loved about his business. Why it was he, his baby, you know, he created this business. Why he did not want his baby to die, obviously. Why he was convinced this specific buyer has not only all the abilities to run and grow the business. He was also convinced he's making a great deal. He was preparing a great deal for this gentleman. My client also realized that in order for him to reach this goal, I mean his own goal of selling the business on the great price, he needed to stop doing all of the things that will take him away from achieving that goal. Meaning getting angry, arrogant, accusing the other gentleman and so on and so forth. Now the contract is now signed and everybody is having a a feeling of win-win. They even have a very powerful relation of trust. I mean, they had some lunch and dinner, and they were talking in a very honest and transparent way. And uh, both of them, they realized that, you know, uh, my client, the seller, will continue to support the buyer in any way he may need in order to make sure that um, he will feel safe and secure as an entrepreneur as well. Um, And the other person is absolutely how can I say grateful that this relation has evolved and he's now more certain than ever that he can run this business because basically he was running the business in the last six months and he was making good money out of it so you see all of that it's it's you know mandatory um, for a negotiation to succeed but the relation between the two of them was just the bonus so hope this example is helping you understand that a negotiation is much more than being aggressive or use power, etc, etc. And in the following episode, I'll go deeper into the topic of negotiation and give you a little more examples and questions that you may want to ask yourself and things that you want to do or not to do in order to in a negotiation.